Blog Talk Radio. Also, you'll find in the episode description below as well for today's broadcast that 
I am now accepting requests for uh, Eclipse Wisdom packages, special. Those typically tend to include the report for the lunar phases, the eclipses, this this particular um, eclipse season that includes <clears throat> the one on July 12th, the, the first one, the solar new moon eclipse in Cancer everybody's talking about. Then we follow that up with a lunar full moon eclipse, total lunar full moon eclipse, I do believe, in Aquarius. And then after that, we've got a new moon eclipse in, oh, I want to say Leo. I just have a feeling that's not right. But we have three in a row this time. Let's just get past the, the Cancer solar eclipse new moon one first. But So it'll include reports for all three of those, and you will get a one-hour consultation with me. So just send me a an email message and we can get that going. I've already gotten my first couple of requests, so um, you, you, people can tell. People can tell when, like, what's going on. <laughs> I need I need um, an update on my chart because I can tell something's going on. Y'all are y'all are so in tune and and may not even realize it. That's why when you hear people say everybody's a little bit psychic, everybody has a little bit of psychic ability. I mean, it's it's just true. It's to the degree that you hone in on those skills and trust them and, and, you know, that they'll get stronger and work better for you. Especially around this time of cancer, the sun is officially in cancer. Happy summer solstice season to everyone. Happy cancer season to all mama's, my mama's babies who are cancers. I love, I love all my water who's in water, so, of course, I have a special affinity for water signs, and apparently y'all do for me, too. I continue to meet water signs, and y'all just feel like home. So to all my cancers out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is your time to shine. The sun is in your sign, and we're about to have a solar eclipse. Uh, the I've got um, horoscopes on deck, general horoscopes for everybody, and I've got uh, special horoscopes for each sign. And so cancer, I mean, spirit knows and spirit sees, and, and I can see from from last the last broadcast reading for you, cancer, through now, I can see is, it, I, I, you know, you got an eclipse coming up in your sign. So it's probably going to be a little intense. But I got, I got the guidance and the wisdom that spirit is channeling through me, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. So stay tuned. But I was, uh, your world healer was a special, unexpected guest on the broadcast. You could, uh, go ahead. That's why I say follow Mama Dada Shalji on Facebook. I posted maybe two or three posts back to the actual um, clip that I was on. So you can check it out. And, you know, this is the thing. I had been hearing from certain astrologers that, okay, it's Gemini New Moon season. It's like, you know, speak your truth and, you know, say what you got to say and all this stuff. A lot of general Gemini wisdom that that's not really specific to every Gemini New Moon season is not going to be the same. It's not always going to be about speaking your truth. And so one thing that I had been mentioning to people was something quite quite different from that, which was, which has been, it still is, this is still a good word, um, to, you know, more of this Mercury retrograde feel. Neptune is squaring 
this Gemini new moon. Neptune in Pisces is squaring Gemini and Sagittarius. And so, yeah, this Gemini new moon season has a Neptune square on it. And, um, and Neptune's been in Pisces for a little while, and it will be for a little while, so that this is not an anomaly right now. And so the wisdom that I've been channeling, it has been more of the thinking twice before you say something. And, and oh, that's what I heard somebody say. Go with your first mind. And I almost screamed into the screen. I was like, no, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Spirit is saying, no. Don't, this is not the season to go with your first mind. It's the freaking Gemini new moon season. I realize the sun is in cancer. I do know this. <laughs> but we are still in a Gemini new moon season, lunar cycle and phase, and the wisdom is absolutely to think twice. The wisdom is absolutely, instead of going with your first mind, exploring the variety of Gemini, exploring the ideas of Gemini, exploring the options. And and especially as it relates to the Gemini go, governs broadcasting media, so including social media, gossip. Okay, certain things you've heard about certain even celebrities in the media. I wouldn't I wouldn't go based on that first report. I wouldn't go based on what you first saw or first heard. You know, I would question even what 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 being shown to you at this time. And so when I, I, I preface what I'm saying with that, because for those who clicked on the link that I shared to the, let me get the name of it, uh, just so y'all can, I ain't scared, I ain't shamed, I ain't got nothing to hide, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not embarrassed. None of that. I, if any, whoever knows me in in person in real life, I'm not easily embarrassed or ashamed. It takes a lot because, okay, uh, Chartreuse is her name, and she called it Cosmic Tea. Uh, the name of the okay Q4 Radio. There it goes. I knew I had it. Q4 Radio dot org. And I just, I follow so many different astrologers. I have seen a post that this young lady, Chartreuse, uh, she's an astrologer, that she had posted about a radio show being broadcast at the time I saw the post. I said, wow, somebody else is doing astrology radio. I want to listen. I ended up um, calling into the show to listen, just like people call into my show to listen. If, If you don't raise your hand, if nobody's going to, you know, put you on the show. Well, this show didn't work like that. So I called in. There was no raising of the hand, but I got let onto the show. I'm like, oh, okay, wow, look at God. I wasn't even trying to. I was just having fun listening. It was amazing. There was a, there were a, there was the Astro Ho on there. Uh, Miss Chartreuse on there, a couple of different brothers on there. I was it was it was like this show that I'm on uh, back in the day when it was Brother Ampu and it was Keisha and it was Tanika and you know it was like that all over again. I was like, yes, somebody else doing it big for for astrology and tarot on the radio. On the call, I was 
so, so excited. You could hear it in my voice. I was just like, you can hear the cheese in my voice. <laughs> well, what you can't hear or see in the clip, and this is why I'm, I, this is why I've been itching to get on, not this, because this has been the message well before I ever called into that show. I planned on doing a show the night I got on that broadcast, and I'm just now getting to do the show. But well before I even was a surprise guest on that broadcast, I had been getting this message. I had been getting this message since a couple of days before Gemini New Moon season started. But what you don't see, what you can't see from the clip is that while I'm on the call, most of what I hear in my ear on the phone is music. That's what I'm hearing. As you can see on any broadcast I've ever done, you get the intro music and that's it. You know, maybe in the past three years that I've been broadcasting, um, I've done a take a break to do something. (laughs) I've been interrupted in the middle of a broadcast and I just put on some um, music while I ask you guys to please hold. Well, there was music playing from the moment I, in my ear, from the moment they picked up my line and opened up my line. And so what I didn't, ignorance is bliss, because while I'm on the phone with them, while I'm on the phone with them during their broadcast, I'm just, like, so happy to be on the line. I'm hearing all this music in my ear. And every now and again, I'm hearing a voice through the the music. Once I got off of the line and later, not even later on that night, it was the next day that these clips were emerging from the, uh, the pages of these people that were hosting the show. And I was so excited to, you know, see the clip and hear the clip of me and everything. What I didn't see until I saw the clip, thankfully, had they not videotaped them recording this radio broadcast, I would have never known this. From watching the video, you can you can see that they're talking to me while I'm talking. I didn't know this at the time. All I'm hearing is music in my ear <laughs> while I'm talking. And so, you know, for someone who may just see the clip, they would never know. They would think I was I was I was laughing hysterically at the clip because I'm thinking <laughs> I am really coming across as somebody who, you know, wants the money. You could tell when I let callers onto my show when I open up the line for callers, uh, and even when I'm on the line with my mama's babies every week with our consultations, our weekly consultations. Um, They'll say, well, I don't want to interrupt you. I say, you're not interrupting me. (laughs) This is your phone call. This is our broadcasting show. I'm broadcasting for y'all. That's why when y'all hear me on the phone with callers and we happen to say something at the same time, I always let them finish their thought. I always let them go ahead because it's just something I've learned over the years, how to listen. It's the... I'm Gemini Ascendant, as you heard on the clip um, for the broadcast for the Q4 radio show, um, Gemini Ascendant. So that Mercury rules my entire chart in life. So communicating effectively is something that I've definitely grown into. And had I known that they were trying to get my attention and trying to ask me questions over the music that's blaring in my ear, I would have 
been delighted to answer some different questions. I just didn't hear them, and so I was finishing the thought from the previous question that they had. Um, but that that's why... The, and that was just I couldn't. That's why I couldn't even get embarrassed after I heard saw that the next day on the video clip because I was like, you know what? That's the message. That's what spirit's been channeling through me. You can, you never know what the backstory is. You never know. People making judgments on you know all these different celebrities. You know, Fab and um, and his girl, and you know. Um, People making judgments even on the young rapper who made transition. You know, we don't know the backstory. We don't know the details. Like I said, Gemini season, Newman season has been a lot. It's been very, it's been all things Gemini, just true to form, of course. Gossipy, flirty. Oh my God, thank God for the flirting. it's been full of mess, divine messages and a lot of communications and a lot of running around and errands and a very busy time and a very, you know, just a lot, a lot of communicating, a lot of writing, a lot of information gathering, information overload potentially. Like I said, Neptune is squaring this. I even heard, as I was listening to the last broadcast, I First of all, uh, shout out to Kira who called in. She really made the show. That's why I love. I love letting people talk on the show. I love it. <laughs> Y'all, in that's why I say, do you have anything you want to ask or any content you want to add to the show? Because Kira made that uh, um, horoscope special broadcast. It was amazing. And one thing I know to realize that I kept telling her she needed to know her date of birth <laughs> instead of her time of birth, and that's the your Gemini ascendant world healer. It, my ascendant is being squared by Neptune right now. Gemini is being squared. Communication is being squared by confusion. I wasn't confused. I know. I know that most, hopefully, most everybody knows their date of birth, but I kept saying. You need to know your date of birth <laughs> instead of time of birth. My brain knew what it was talking about, but my mouth said something. And, in fact, I never corrected myself, so I thought I said time of birth, apparently, and was saying date of birth like a mug. <laughs> so, you know, that once again, going not going, instead of what, what I heard somebody say, which is go with your first mind. And spirit was just immediately, I, I didn't even know why. I was like, God dang, why? spirit, just like, dang, just no, don't go with your first mind. And it was so emphatic. And now I see why. You never know what is going on behind the scenes. Neptune that is wearing this Gemini new moon energy is everything that's beyond the veil. It's everything that you can't see. It's everything in the spiritual realm. It's everything in the thought realm. You don't know what somebody's thinking. The reports that just came out that um, uh, Cardi B and Offset have been married, which wasn't a shock to me. He literally has been referring to her as his wife, so it really was in your face, in our faces. But even even that, just an example of, you know, people see and acknowledge what they want to see and acknowledge. If somebody wants to see you in a certain light, they're they're only looking for, for certain facts to corroborate that. 
And so spirit definitely is encouraging us for the remainder of Gemini. I mean, if that was a Gemini new moon season message, even amidst this uh, Capricorn full moon week that we're in right now, that message is still going to continue to be overarching. Obviously, I've got some fresh, hot off the press messages specifically for the this Capricorn full moon season, which is the final two weeks of Gemini new moon season. Um. I'm wondering if there's anything else I wanted to share with you guys before we jump in. The the general spread that I pulled, I actually pulled it dang near a week ago now. So, and, and I'm glad I did it that way because as I was praying over the cards, I wasn't praying for a this is The general spread is not necessarily a Capricorn full moon spread. When we get to looking at this future card, the present and the future card, we can read that into this Capricorn full moon season uh, because as I was praying over the cards, um, you know, obviously the full moon in Capricorn hadn't happened yet. It still hasn't happened yet. Um, the Mars retrograde is later this afternoon, and I wanted to come to you guys before then um, so that the future card would govern that as well. And and when I was doing, you know what, the last spread we had has a real, you know, this Mars retrograde feel to it. So I'm going to be incorporating the last spread. Obviously, that's why I say all this is fluid. The last spread I had, as you can tell from the last broadcast, you can click on the link um, in the episode description to go back in the episode. We have the Queen of Wands in the future position. Obviously, that card governs right now as well. When I do a future card like that, when we get into the future, we can say that card governs this particular time. And so if you're feeling Queen of Wands, you know, going into this Mars retrograde in Aquarius, come on, Mars is a fire energy, wands are fire, okay? And going into this uh, full moon and Capricorn season, then you're you're in, in the zone. And I, I say that because even with our current spread, We've got the page of swords in the overall position and the full in the present position holding up the backbone of our current spread for the, this current time frame. Uh, it has an air of this Queen of Wands energy, too. Both of those cards, neither one of them are Wands cards, but they both give off this, this sense of fearlessness with the full. And even with the page of swords, there's a sense of courage, which is the Gemini card, FYI. Spirit don't play around with these spreads. So that Queen of Wands energy is absolutely transferring over to right now. Spirit didn't lie last spread and is even carrying that energy of this Queen of Wands, the boldness, the courageousness, the wholeheartedness, the passion over into right now. And I'm going to help kind of guide you through that because, obviously, if we're not going with our first mind, there's a sense of pause, okay? If, you have, if you're going to pause to consider other alternatives, other options, other points of view, other ideas, then, obviously, this courage, this fearlessness is moderated, okay? It's moderated. You know when to... Let loose that gummit, and you know when to, okay, let me hold what I got for, for now. 
<laughs> until further information comes out, until further notice, until divine time. Uh, the overall message for everybody, and I'm including astrology in this too, we've got Mars retrograde coming up this afternoon. It'll be exact. Let me get y'all the time on that. My babies want to know times, and so I don't, uh, y'all know my screen likes to do what it wants to do, so you know I wrote it down. <laughs> Ain't got to wait on no computer to catch up to me. Uh, Mars retrograde is t- today in the central time zone at 3.41 p.m., nine degrees Aquarius. Uh, We are actually in a void moon right now, and you're probably wondering, well, uh, Mama Dottie, you're always talking about what not to do during a a void moon. Why are you on here? (laughs) The moon is void in Sagittarius as of um, 7.53 a.m. Central today. It's rising. The beautiful thing about it is, like I said, I started this show last night when the moon wasn't void. That was my intention all along, to come to y'all under a Sag moon, uh, obviously with an active Sag moon, and it just didn't happen. And But the thing about void moons is you're not starting a thing in a void moon. Had I put the broadcast together, you know, while the moon's void, had I pulled this Spread in a, that I'm about to share with y'all in a void moon. Had I pulled y'all's individual sign cards in a void moon, that would be a whole different story. I did all that when the moon was active. When the moon is void, yes, you can finish up something you've already began. Obviously, in a void moon, you don't just do nothing. It's just that in void moons, you don't initiate things. You don't have a first date. You don't have a interview. Obviously, it would be a first one. Maybe you could do a follow-up interview in the second, uh, uh, in a void moon, but not an initial one. You're not, you're not giving a major presentation that you've never given before in a void moon. You're not making a major purchase that you've never made before in a void moon, okay? So I just want to clarify that, break that down, because for any of you who are actually paying attention and following these moon cycles and void moons and all that, you're probably looking upside my head like, why? Why, Mama Dada, why? So the moon is currently void in Sagittarius. It will officially enter Capricorn on tomorrow, Wednesday at 10.52 a.m. Central, okay? And so um, once the moon is in Capricorn, it, it, it Later on that evening, uh, uh, 11.54, at the very, very tail end of the evening, 11.50 on Wednesday is where we, the full moon in Capricorn is exact, okay? So we're on the journey today. Um, we're right on the heels, the cusp of this Mars station retrograde, as well as you can pretty much say we're just a day out from the full moon in Capricorn, so... That's a little bit of the astrology. I'm going to be incorporating all of this information throughout the show, pretty much like last broadcast. I loved how last broadcast turned out because I got I got in a general horoscope for uh, a general horoscope for everybody. I got in horoscopes for each of the signs, and I got in the astrology. So, yeah, I'm 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 getting more efficient as we go along. I'm not having to break these shows up into two and three episodes just to get everything out. So thank you guys for just sharing with me along this journey. 
I can't believe I've even come this far without honoring, revering, remembering our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Ampu, for yet another divine opportunity. Thank you for to come before our audience and share and share and share. And 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 I love that Spirit had me say share because that just made me feel like the, the cycle, the circle of giving and receiving because I received so much from you guys as well. Thank you. Um, you'll notice in the, uh, oh, I already mentioned the ago. Um, I do see uh, we've got a caller on the line. I'm about to check in with you. I'm checking in with the chat. Let me put a little message in the chat. Hi. Oh, okay. So I'm in the the blog talk radio chat, and I'm checking in before we jump all the way in with caller from the 405. You are live and on the air with your world healer peace. So who's calling? Greetings, greetings. Um, it's Shantae. <laughs> Hey, Don't you Shantae. ever leave me this long. Don't you leave me this long. I kept checking. <laughs> kept checking. I just woke up, by the way, and I got your notification. Oh. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Let me hurry up. I ain't even yes. brushing my teeth yet. <laughs> but, Divine yeah. Timing. Divine timing. Don't you leave me Perfect. this long. with? Yes, but thank you. Thank you, and thank you for holding space. I hear and everything, and you could just put me back in the queue so I can sit and listen. I just wanted to see how it works. I didn't know which numbers to press. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Shantae. I really appreciate your continued love and support, and I will place you back on hold to finish listening. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. That is so awesome. I really appreciate the love and support. Um, I don't get to broadcast as often as I'd like, and I am working on that because there's just no excuse. <laughs> you know, ultimately, I, there, I've got plenty going on. We're not going to lie like I don't. Family, it's education, you know, everything. It's just it's a lot. Um, and, of course, my, my mama's babies that I, I consult with every week, I have to give them precedence. Um, I, I, I just, that's my commitment to them for the last few years is that they're going to get their weekly content from me um, specific to their birth chart for them specifically, and they're going to get the opportunity to speak with me for an hour about it all, anything that they need or want to. Um, and, and, you know, it, we've just been doing so well I, I've got to keep that going. Um, and like I, I say, growing, 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 because yeah, I even have um, picked up a student along the way, an official student. Uh, my my mama's babies are not my students. And then so that's something I've, I've committed myself to recently is teaching astrology, utilizing your birth chart. So that's been fun and rewarding and amazing. And, and no, my, the, the broadcast is not low on the totem pole, it's just that if I have to kind of let something fly, I'm never going to not come on. And if if, if anything ever changes, okay, follow Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook and Mama Dada Astro on Twitter, um, and you will always be kept up to date. Uh, you see Shantae's on the notification squad, so she knew when it was popping. So by all means, thank you all for your continued support, and let's dive in, because I know why y'all on the notification squad. I will be, too. 
Um, in this overall spread, like I said, Gemini still has something to say. So there's an emphasis being placed on the fact that we are still in the Gemini new moon season and we will be until this solar eclipse new moon in Cancer on July the 12th, okay? So you can definitely read anything I say from that I've said and will say for the rest of this broadcast uh, through July the 12th. It'll hold you just like I listened just a day or two ago to the last broadcast and, baby, I was shouting, screaming, and throwing stuff because it was it's it was still relevant. A lot of the information was still relevant. Um, the page of swords is really caught pulling, channeling through me this message of engagement, okay? Um, I'll just go ahead and, and spoiler alert, <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell you what the message is for everybody. And so when I get into these specific signs, that um, you can you, you can kind of take this with you. No matter what your sign is, you can take this general message with you. And it is passing on, and it's a double entendre, okay? Let me preview that, give you that spoiler as well, the double entendre. So it, this can take on two different meanings, what I'm about to say. Passing on, fearlessly deciding to heal from childhood heartbreak okay, or just heartbreak, but there's an emphasis on this child energy throughout the spread that I got. There's child energy in this full card. There's child energy in this page of swords card. Page is the youngest of the suit page, uh, knight, queen, king. Page is the child. And then we got in this future card the six of cups, uh, which is a, a childhood card. So there's an emphasis being placed on childhood, but it doesn't have to be. Passing on, fearlessly deciding to heal from heartbreak, specifically childhood heartbreak. So you can pass on it. You can let it pass you by. The opportunity that is here, especially with all this cancer energy prevalent right now, I've been trying to hip y'all to this game of feel, tapping into your feelings, how you feel. It kind of matters. We've had, since I've done the uh, last broadcast, we've had people make transition by way of suicide. We've had people make transition by way of having their lives actually taken from them. So it, it, this, this passing on could be passing on, passing up, passing on an opportunity to fearlessly decide to heal from childhood heartbreak. When you don't heal something, a trauma, the pa- the card we have in the past position, and that's why I know it's about this childhood heart because of the, it's the three of swords. The Saturn and Libra card is talking about tears and, and trauma and sorrow and grief and betrayal and deep issues. And it's in the past position, which could mean it's in our past, it could also mean, if we haven't dealt with it, that that is something we are carrying right on through with us to these cycles. We're carrying it right on through into this Mars retrograde later this afternoon. We're carrying it right on through into full moon and Capricorn season. And what you bet not do is carry it right on through to this Cancer Solar Eclipse new moon. I've been trying to hip y'all to this game of your feelings 
for a while now, and then we come up to a feeling cancer, the sign of feeling, the sign of emotion, the first sign of emotion, cancer. At the bottom of the chart where it's the most critical because it's at the base of the wheel, the circle chart, the circle astrological wheel, fourth house cancer is at the bottom. It's the very part of the chart the entire wheel sits on. It's our emotional foundation. And we're coming up to an eclipse now, a solar eclipse in this sign, in this area. What do you think is going to happen? Eclipses shake things up. Eclipses rock our world. Eclipses shift us out of certain things and into new things, whether we want to or not. You just keep living. Every six months, you're going to get a shake-up. And this first one has to do with feelings, and that's why I've been wanting to prep y'all. Every few episodes, feel. How do you feel? And then especially the inner child. How does the inner child feel? And then here it, here it comes up at such a critical time as this, both of them, feelings and the child aspect. So this could be, you could read this, everything I'm saying, as I hope you read it for your inner child, but obviously it could be a child around you that pages swords that, that is wanting to engage you, is wanting to, behind those eyes, what you don't see. Uh, that's why the, the message preceded this was don't go with your first mind. That child may look like they're perfectly fine. They may have a message, Page of Swords. They, this is, the Page of Swords is about being truthful. The Page of Swords is about initiating with your mind and your mouth. They may want to say something and either, like when I was a child, didn't know how to say it, didn't know the vocabulary, didn't know the words to communicate, or they just are scared to. That's why it's sitting, the page of swords is sitting on top of the fool that is in, in, encouraging us to be fearless. Maybe instead of being fearless, they feel fearful. They feel like they would be, like the fool card, they feel like they would be jumping off a ledge to the unknown. And maybe as an adult, your inner child feels the same way. I can't speak on it. Look at Mike Tyson. I'm not going to cry on this show, y'all. <laughs> I know we got this six of cups in the future position, and I know we got this three of swords in the past position with all these tears. But I'm gonna get. I, I got. To, I got to stay focused on getting this message out, and and let my tears come through these words. Look at Mike Tyson. This brother right here. He's what I don't know how old he is. He may be working on fifty something like that. It took him until. It was either last year or the year before that. He finally, he said, and even on the, it was a very controlled environment. He was with him and the interviewer. It looked like maybe a hotel room or something. And he, even in that environment, he, he continued to say he did not feel comfortable talking about it. But that he, something was compelling him to give the little bit tidbits that he gave Something was compelling him to do that. This page is towards the initiator. He couldn't hold it out back anymore. Even his history and, and why I'm saying 
don't take things at face value and, 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 and don't go with your first mind that you think about somebody because you don't know what the backstory is, because you don't know what's hidden beyond the veil, because you don't know what's in their thoughts. And it, when he started to speak on being molested as a little boy, okay, Mike Tyson now, it start of course everything between him saying that and him being a little boy being molested made sense. You beating up allegedly beating up women. We know you beat up grown men, you did that for a living. It just it, it all began to come together. I say, God dang, this brother done you know, he was violated as a child. And he when you don't Speak on something when you repress it. I know this from personal experience. Look, I'm raising my hand. Me too, looking at it. Me too. When you don't express because you don't know how or you don't express because you're scared, it, there's something, it doesn't go away. Let me, let me spoil, spoiler alert again. It doesn't go away. It stays there, and it festers, and sometimes it explodes. Sometimes there are triggering factors like eclipse seasons. There are triggering factors like transits to your personal planets. I don't care if there's an eclipse going on or not. It might get triggered. And so spirit is absolutely encouraging us at this particular time uh, to, once again, the key message for everybody is passing on fearlessly deciding to heal from childhood heartbreak. And I told you it was a double entendre because we can pass on it. We can pass on the opportunity. That's why this this full card in our present position says we can do what we want. We can act the fool with it. We can we can surprise ourselves. We can be surprised. We this actually has an element this full card has an element like I said of the, the our inner child. We can pass on our inner child. We can hear our inner child inside of us scream, wanting to scream out. And we can pass on them. We can say, oh, you know, we're grown now. You just touch up. That's old. That's in the past. It's no big deal. You're, You're okay. You're fine. We can pass on it. Oh, we can pass it on. And that that was my original meaning of it. But I, as I kept reading it, I say, you know what? Somebody take that to mean something totally different. And I meant it as passing it on, pass handing it down, because we've got the, uh, at the bottom of the deck, the only card I haven't mentioned so far in the general spread, we got the Ten of Pentacles, which is the card of handing it down, permanent wealth, handing that down and passing that on. That was what I originally meant. Building an empire, passing that on. And what, what I see us passing on is this fearless decision instead of fearful, fearless decision to heal from childhood heartbreak. And I love the word fearless because it doesn't mean you're not afraid. It means you fear less. You do it and you feel the fear and you do it anyway. We're grown now. If you're listening to this show, this broadcast, likely you are grown. And so we no longer have to be three of fours in the past position. Thank God it's in the past position. We no longer have to grieve. We no longer have to be in pain and trauma. 
We no longer have to endure sorrow and heartbreak. We can take our inner child by the hand and say, come on, baby. I want to hear everything you got to say. I want to hear everything you want to share. Uh, this three of swords, it, it's a swords card. It's about heartbreak, but it's swords, so it's still about the mind and the mouth. And so there, there's patience required with this card. Take your inner child by the hand and wait. Whatever little she or little he want to do, want to say, where they want to go, you just wait until you hear from them on what they need, what they want. That same little child, even in my case, where, I mean, it wasn't like I was being neglected, but maybe my parents didn't know to act, especially when there aren't the telltale signs. Um, when a certain trauma happened to me, uh, my parents actually said that it was one of my siblings that began to act differently. But that, it didn't happen to them. It happened to me. But there was a transfer. That's why the Neptune, spiritual, there are things you can't see. I can't explain it in the physical sense, in the natural sense, where it will make sense to your mind. But I know what happened, and I know what my parents say happened when we were children. And the, they never knew that that day something happened to me. They always thought something happened to my sibling because they were the ones that started acting differently. And in that, what, what, what the kicker was is that when that thing happened to me, my sibling was in the room. They were sleep, Neptune, they were sleep in the room, but they were in the room when it happened. And Neptune, sleep, subconscious, subconsciously, they may have picked up energetically, spiritually. What I think happened is that thing was happening to me, there, whatever that energy was, because I had never experienced anything like that. I didn't have a reference point for that. So I think that this new energy for me was created in the atmosphere. Obviously, we can't see it. And I think that that went into my sibling or fell onto my sibling. So when my parents were around us next, they picked that up in my sibling that something had happened instead of picking it up in me. And I was so young, I didn't know how to formulate the words to goddamn say me too. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, what, I didn't have a context or reference for that. And so years and years, decades had gone by until I finally began to get this vocab, this, uh, and that's why I say it won't, it doesn't go away. It wasn't that I was repressing or suppressing it purposely because I didn't have context for it. I just, dismissed it like, okay, that was a freaky an anomaly that happened, that didn't happen in that way ever again. So it was just like I grew up, but I still had an inner child that wanted to be taken by the hand and asked, okay, now describe what happened to you. Had somebody asked me that, I would have told them, well, this person did this. I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't know what to do. So it happened. And you know, it's just so there's this, that's the page of swords. That's the inner child wanting to engage with us, uh, our adult versions of ourselves, maybe with a trusted, if it's not, if, if you don't know how to, to I've, I've been uh, subconsciously, I didn't do this on purpose, but 
I've been being trained by healers for a while, since since late teen years, adolescence. Uh, young adulthood, I've been, just because I'm so freaking curious, I tell y'all know I'm a Gemini ascendant, like, okay, Mercury is my ruler, I've, I've been curious, <laughs> I've been, I was a curious little child, how does this work, and I used to ask my parents 80,000 questions all the time, this is the Gemini card, so our inner child definitely wants to engage us during this time through the next couple of weeks, by all means, pass that on pass that on. It's what, you know, I didn't know what to do when I was a child, but damn it, I know what to do now, and the influence that I have on children even now to this day, I'm constantly encouraging them to just tell the truth. Why are you sitting up there lying to your parents? Why are you sitting up there trying to get away with something? If something happens, you're going to have to tell the truth then anyway. Tell the truth. Engage the, yourself with the truth. Um, engage the truth from your inner child um, and pass that on. Pass on the fearless decision to heal from any childhood heartbreak, the things you know about and can explain and have context for and the things that you don't. That's why I say engage your inner child and just be patient to listen because you don't know what's going to come up. It took me a couple of decades, uh, that was the first instance of, of Me Too, and there were a, a handful more after that. But I just started, it was it was decades later when I started remembering stuff. It was like, oh, my God, I'm remembering a whole nother past as if I'm a whole nother person. And that's when you hear the psychologists and stuff talk about disassociation. And it's like I was a whole nother person. I broke. That broke me, and I didn't know it. These in, these Me Too instances in my life broke me. It broke my personality. It split me. I had to, because I didn't know what to do as a child, I had to subconsciously, I had to make it make sense. Subconsciously, I had to go on with my life. And in order to do that, I didn't consciously break, but I had to break and I had to uh, figure out how to keep going and make life make survive. It's a survival tactic and skill that you don't consciously decide to do it. This happens. So that's I wanted to set that out there. Uh, we've got an hour left in a little over an hour left in the show. I'm about to start breaking down these signs, but I just wanted to get the emphasis of this main spread out. Continue on because we do once again have this six of cups in the future position that we are heading into, which is, and this this is what's going to bless your heart. The spirit gave us the six of cups in the future position that we're going into because it shows that childhood self, like I said, but it also, and it shows that childhood self being content. It shows that child, the innocence of that childhood self. It shows the warmth and the TLC. It shows the goodwill, the good luck, the the simple joys, and the healing gifts. So we got the three of swords in the past, the heartbreak, the trauma, the tears, the betrayal, the grief, the pain, the deep issues, the sorrow, and, and skip on over to the future position, and we have the healing of that heartbreak, the healing of those betrayals and traumas and tears, okay? 
Yes, and in between, we got the full card, which is the fearless card. Be fearless, my precious. He in deciding to heal from not not just childhood heartbreak. This is a general spread. Any kind of heartbreak, betrayal, or trauma that you've experienced. Be fearless. Choose today to face uh, the unknown territory with uh, fearlessness. Choose to fly into unknown territory. Choose to be uninhibited and carefree again. Choose to let your inner child come out and play. Choose to find yourself. And even when you don't know what to expect, choose to have no expectations. You don't, we don't know what healing means and what it's all going to be like and look like and feel like. So just be open. This is a uh, full card has the air of um an air of air, uh, just like the Gemini sign is the air sign, but also has an air of Aquarius energy on it. So not knowing what to expect, but just taking a risk, taking a risk on what it could be like to live, to heal your inner child and live as a happy, healthy, whole adult. We got the Ten of Pentacles at the bottom of the deck. There's, this can be a permanent thing. When I, in, later on in my young adult, adult life, when a lot of stuff started to come up and I started to remember stuff and it, you, can't, you can't suppress and repress it forever, the, the healing journey that I started on, I've been, I haven't looked permanent. I haven't gone back. I remember as a child when I was acting out, didn't know why, parents didn't know why. And I was, uh, uh, I, some of the symptoms I was displaying was extreme anger. I was angry. I had a temper. I was violent, okay? And, you know, when you begin to heal for real, you don't revert back. I have not reverted back. I have not put my hands on nobody. What was that? I, that my parent had this talk with me and told me I was going to end up dead or in jail, and that fixed me, that scared me. Uh, I was probably around 14 or 15. So I have not been violent <laughs> since that time. And so this Ten of Pentacles talks about a permanent, a permanent change, permanent from the us fearlessly deciding to heal from heartbreak, we can have some permanent healing take place in our life. Ten of Pentacles is the card of changes for the better. Things can finally change. This is a card of settling down. This is a card of domestic harmony, domestic home, fourth house, cancer. This coming eclipse season, the journey to this eclipse season on July 12th, which is what we're governed, what this reading is governing right now, it can it can really begin to symbolize not only changes for the better in our in our emotional home and foundation, but a settling down, a settling down, and a, and even with this ten of pentacles of promotion. Okay, so let's get into these signs. Y'all know um, that we start out with the sign where the energy is. So Capricorn, your own deck first. All right, and then uh, the first four signs. Uh, are going to be all cardinal signs. We're going to do Capricorn, Aries, Cancer, Cancer, listen up, and Libra to start off. And for all of these signs, for all of the cardinal signs, I'm doing it, y'all know I work energetically. So these first four signs are the signs that are being impacted the most during this Capricorn full moon season between now and July the 12th, okay? 
And the message that I have for you all as a group of cardinal signs is slowly, steadily, your ships are are coming in as you transition into success. And if you're transitioning into success, you're transitioning out of something, my cardinal signs, okay? So let's start off with Capricorn. You are on deck first. Y'all's main card is the king of pentacles. Y'all also have supporting card, uh, supporting card as a nine of wands and bottom of the deck, queen of pentacles, okay? And my succinct message for you, Capricorn, is that battles or conflicts are ending as you commit to nurturing yourself, okay? Y'all are the king of pentacles. Y'all actually, the queen of pentacles is, is the Capricorn card, which, of course, it came up. But y'all's main card is the king. So for y'all to actually pull the counterpart pull, the king and the queen of pentacles, I said, well, goddamn, it is a Capricorn full moon. Why not? <laughs> These cards that embody your very energy. The important card y'all got with it, the Capricorn, is this Nine of Wands. And if this is your sun sign, moon sign, or rising sign, you might want to pay attention, uh, even if it's your Venus or Mars sign, okay? But this Nine of Wands, Capricorn, is showing that the emphasis is on your determination, you know, your, your, your king and queen cards came up, king and queen of basically of Capricorn. The king and queen of Capricorn cards came up. And it shows this steadiness. It shows this cautiousness. It shows this stability. But the nine of wands shows you really making a decision. It's not even really fighting for it, fighting for stability or fighting to remain steady and committed and fighting to thrive and provide. This Nine of Wands really shows you just making a decision to stick with it. Dealing with something once and for all, Capricorn. Taking decisive action, making a decision and taking action, not wands, action, fire. Mars retrograde. Mars is retrograding in Aquarius, which is right next to Capricorn. Y'all share a, a ruler, Saturn. Saturn rules Capricorn and ruled Aquarius before Uranus came along. And so there is even Saturnian energy in this Nine of Wands card, which is this patient Capricorn. Be patient with yourself and others, but primarily yourself. This spread is clearly about you, King and Queen of Pentacles. So there's a patience that comes when you reflect. We're talking about our inner child and just fearlessly deciding to heal from that heartbreak. You, I know Capricorn. I know we talk about cancer and feel how we feel and how the inner child feels and six of cups and feelings and feelings. And y'all didn't get a cup card in your spread. But that's what you got. We got it in the main spread, and likely that's why this Nine of Wands came up because you're going to have to be patient with your inner child. And this is Nine of Wands is a card of reflecting, Capricorn. Nine of Wands is the card of battles and conflict ending. That's why I say the battle and conflict is ending for you, Capricorn, but only to the degree that you commit to nurturing yourself. It's not going to end. The nine is the end, the last, that last single-digit number. It really can end, but only as you persevere and, set to, and save yourself 
and this is how you do it. You're determined to save yourself based on your willingness to reflect your willingness, Capricorn is a uh, water, uh, earth sign, and earth is uh, feminine. It's a receiving energy. So it's not about you, even with this wand. This wand is not about being out here masculine, fighting, pushing forward, da 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 No, this nine of wands card is about everything you've already set off on, sticking to it. Sticking to it, persevering, stamina, determination. And you don't have to be fighting to maintain that. You can be in a reflective mode. You can be in, in just sticking with your decision. Whatever you decided, stay on that. Don't veer from that. Stay to King of Pentacles, your main card. Stay committed to that. Stay loyal to that. That's what's going to allow you to thrive, not switching it up. And then this Queen of Pentacles at the bottom of your deck just shows you healing. It does show you healing. It does show you uh, more determination to heal and to nurture yourself and receive that from others. Once again, Capricorn is the feminine energy of Earth. Earth receives seeds. Earth receives water. It's receptive. So continue to be receptive to healing. Continue to be receptive receptive to reflecting, continue to be receptive to being patient, Capricorn, and continue to be receptive to the idea that you really can save and heal your own self. You done showed up in your own reading, and you showed up as being able to save yourself. So by all means. Next up on deck, uh, yeah, and y'all's astrology is that it's in your first house, obviously, of self, so that that's already been corroborated that you can save yourself and that you showed up in your own reading first house. For Aries, y'all have a 10th house transit. This is the Capricorn house, as it turns out. Um, the Capricorn uh, full moon season is in your 10th house of progress, okay, of status and reputation, of career, um, of karma. This is a Saturn bulls Capricorn, everybody. Okay, pay attention. Saturn rules Capricorn, period. And so this is a very karmic time for everybody. And then y'all know eclipse seasons are extremely karmic because they're cyclical. We're tying up stuff. We're starting new cycles and all that. So for you specifically, Aries, this is a very karmic couple of weeks for you leading up to this uh, karmic eclipse for everybody. And y'all's overall card is the three of wands, of course. Y'all done pulled y'all's own card, too, the sun and Aries card, three of wands. And uh, your supporting card is the two of pentacles and bottom of the deck is four of swords. So my very succinct message for Aries is exploring the ups and downs of regrouping. I know Aries. When y'all heard that four swords at the bottom of the deck, y'all was like, what? But we're Aries. And we put our main card that we pulled is the Aries card. How are we going to have uh, take a time out? That's four swords, taking a time out. But I put it in, because I know y'all wouldn't want to hear the word time out, I just chose to use the word regroup. It's time. Y'all are in a season in this full moon period are about shedding. The moon is is waxing full. It'll be completely waxed full 
by tomorrow night at 11.54 in the Central Time Zone, okay? At 11.55, it's going to start waning. It waxes full, waning and releasing and shedding back to the dark moon, the new moon that we're going to have the solar eclipse and cancer in, okay? So for Aries, um, not just for Aries specifically, is it about shedding, releasing, and letting go? But for everybody it is. For Aries specifically, that energy is being emphasized with this four swords at the bottom of the deck coming to terms. Whatever shows up by the light of this full moon tomorrow night, Aries, that's a message, okay? Take that message and four swords shows you contemplating that message. Four swords shows you coming to terms with whatever it is that is fully illuminated in your life and taking the time out and receiving spiritual support and resting and, and reprioritizing, being quiet. I know, Aries, I know. But y'all's overall card is this three of wands for a reason, okay? It's y'all, the sun and Aries card for a reason, even if you're an Aries moon or uh, Aries rising or Venus or Mars Aries listening. Uh, the the message while you're prepared, quiet and resting and coming to terms in ICU, taking a time out in your sanctuary, meditating. There's 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 success in that because this three of wands is about seeing the bigger picture. The actions that you're taking, you did get a wands card, but the action it the action is being taken towards you. This three of wands is about ships coming in. That's not you bringing your ships in. It'll, just like you can see on the card, your ships are coming in. You're standing there. So you're standing there. You're looking out. Three of Wands is the card of looking out, looking to your future, spreading your wings, growth and freedom, exploration, seeing the bigger picture. I love that aspect of this card. It's about self-belief. Um the supporting card y'all got is the two of pentacles, so that's why I say exploring the ups and downs. There's a time and season for everything, Aries, and in this full moon in Capricorn couple of weeks for you guys, it just may be time for a time out. And I know that's not y'all's favorite thing to hear. I know Aries stay ready to go. I know Aries stay on the go. I know Aries stay moving, just like this wine card that came up for y'all. Just just stay on the exploration. <laughs> They growing, you know, but but the Two of Pentacles shows you, okay, this, the Two of Pentacles is the card of up and down. The Two of Pentacles is the card of finding balance. It's not always time to be going. It's not always time to be ready to go. It's not always time to be on the go. It's not always time to be in the mix. It's not always, see what I'm getting at here? And the Two of Pentacles actually is, once again, y'all having a 10th house season, Capricorn house. And then the Two of Pentacles is this Jupiter and Capricorn card. So Spirit is saying in this season of Capricorn, these, these couple of weeks, there's growth in both of these cards. Your growth in these couple of weeks while the moon is waning is going to come from you embodying this full moon energy of allowing yourself this sort of words to contemplate, to, to, to take a season away from 
the ripping and the running and the going and the being in the mix and all that stuff. Allow yourself. If you give it to yourself, it won't have it won't have to be imposed upon you. Your shifts are coming in, Aries. As they are coming in, while they are coming in, you, this is not work you have to do. This isn't your wand to work. You're working swords right now. You're working mental and mouth and and pinnacles, which is more of this Saturn tent out. Y'all are having the tent out season. This is the season to sit back. Gauge your progress. Gauge where you're coming from, as in relation to where you're headed to, and give yourself some downtime. Okay, exploring the ups and downs of regrouping. All right, Aries. For Cancer, my beautiful, powerful, lovely Cancers, y'all got the Ten of Swords. Oh God, when I pulled out the bread, I just I, I didn't know what to do with myself. I just it was a lot, uh, Cancer, when I saw y'all's cards coming out, and that's when I knew I said, God damn it, that's Cancer Solar Eclipse New Moon season coming out. And y'all are, y'all are, you know, I don't feel sorry or anything like that because I know better. I know the deeper meaning behind this stuff, but it was heavy to get it, uh, to, to channel y'all's message. Cancer, let me remind you of your message from the last spread. It was contentedly cutting off the past is good for your health so that you can accept the new wave. And some of y'all might not have listened to me, so Spirit said, let me, you know, let's give them another serious message. What were y'all's cards last time? Uh, They were... The Queen of Swords, Six of Cups, and Ten of Swords. Well, this Ten of Swords carried over, and now it's your main card. Last time it was the Queen of Swords. And this time, so that showed you embodying as the Queen of Swords this discernment. Well, the Ten of Swords, which was your bottom of the deck, then it carried over, and now it's in your main position. So the emphasis is really being put on... uh, What is my message? My succinct message for you, Cancer, is when you get to the end of yourself, there is your passionate new beginning. So this ten of swords in y'all's main position is is talking about accepting the death of something, not not necessarily someone. I've pulled this card many a times, and it wasn't talking about nobody dying. Uh, It could be accepting the death of a relationship with a person or with something. You could be cancer accepting the death of your relationship with cigarettes. You could be accepting the death of your relationship with fast food, fatty food, fried food. You could be accepting the death of your relationship with meat. You could be accepting the death of your relationship with pornography. You could be accepting the death of your relationship with speeding. You're making a vow never to speed again, whatever it is. It's when you get to the end of yourself, when you're tired of fighting, when you're tired of the struggle, when you're tired of going to the doctor, when you're tired of getting tickets, when you're tired of having dysfunction in your relationships because you don't realize the subconscious pull and hold that having a a, a pornography habit is having on your real-life sex life or lack thereof. And so you get the nine of swords as a supporting card cancer that says, to not even engage with dirty energy. 
Don't even put the app on your phone. Don't even stop at the fast food place. Don't even, don't just, don't engage it. We got that page of swords. Y'all got two swords cards, ten swords, and we got the page of swords in the overall position, Cancer, talking about engagement. Don't even engage with it. Be fearless. Be brave, just like in our main spread. Be fearless and brave to to break away from the the the, the past three of swords card, the trauma and the grief. You may have a porn. You may not even realize your porn habit is tied directly to past traumas in your life. You don't even feel like you can be in a, a, a real life sexual relationship with anybody, and the pornography feeds that part of you that was abused when you. See the porn that is out there. It is it is centered around sexual abuse. You can see all kind of stuff. You can see all kind of stuff happening to people, and to find out that a lot of these people that are being sex trafficked are in are the stars of these clips and shows. So, cancer that's that may have absolutely nothing to do with you, but it has absolutely something to do with the energy and you being encouraged not to engage it at all. Nine of Swords is the card of coping alone. It's the card of celibacy. It's the card of feeling like you're at a personal low, but it's also a card of your, uh, of, especially for women, your sexual health, your feminine health, and, de- and, and, and dealing with anxiety. The, the antidote to anxiety for this card is just, acknowledging that you're okay. If you're here, you're okay because you have opportunities, especially with this 10 in y'all's primary position. The 10 is the ending, and there's emphasis on the ending because you got the 10 and the 9. But there's also emphasis on the beginning, Cancer, because you got the 10 and the ace. The bottom of your deck is the ace of wands. That's the action. You can start over. This is the card of starting over. In the card of ability, you are well able, Cancer, to start over, to accept a new lease on life, to accept a challenge. It, this is the card of accepting a challenge. It may, And this is Aries energy. And, but y'all are a cardinal sign. Y'all don't need to be Aries. Y'all, still, y'all may not set off the entire zodiac, but y'all set off the summer season. <laughs> Fun just when we just had summer solstice. So y'all know all about new beginnings, and y'all are being encouraged to take a passionate new beginning into accepting a challenge. Who said it was going to be easy? You've been eating fast food since they started making fast food back in the 80s. <laughs> you know, you've been, eat, you've been watching porn since porn got online a few, about a decade or so ago. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, it may be challenging. Spirit acknowledges that on the way out the door. That's why it's the bottom of your deck. Nobody said it'd be easy. Oh, and before I got y'all spread, I don't take, when when more than one card pops out, I don't take it, but I did take notes of it, Cancer. And y'all had the first pop out, uh, which were the Six of Swords and the Ace of Pentacles. And I loved it when that, I was hoping it was just that one card, but when it was two, I had to put it back in. But that six of swords shows the mental relief. It doesn't have to be a struggle. It, especially with the ten and nine of swords, it ceases to be a struggle, just like this ten of swords, y'all's main card says, when you accept it. 
when you finally accept that, you know what, fast food is killing me. It's not nutritious at all. It has addictive substances in it. It's made in a laboratory and engineered and designed for me to be addicted to it, just like tobacco products, just like pornography, all engineered and designed for my destruction. I accept that. I acknowledge that, and I choose to not engage with that any longer. Ace, and I love that y'all got the ace because it's about, there's acceptance in this card too, accepting a challenge. It's not about taking on a challenge. Okay, I'm going to gear up. This will be my first week without any fast food. Um, And and building anxiety, nine of swords, building anxiety around what you're no longer going to be doing. The newness, that's why I say with the 10 and the 8, the 10 and the 9 is about the ending. And that's why you just have to not even engage it. Don't even engage with the dirty energy. But the 10 and the 8, Cancer, is about the new beginning. You've got, this is birthday season for you, Cancer. I shouted y'all out at the beginning of the broadcast. Y'all got an eclipse coming up in your sign, okay? So this this is, that July 12th is about to set off a whole new, Y'all got a, a birthday cycle, a solar return cycle y'all sitting off for a year. Then you got an eclipse cycle on your solar return this a year plus cycles being set off in your sign. So the emphasis is definitely on the the new beginning, and that is something that you you need to just put energy into opening up to. Okay, fuck fast food, fuck pornography. You know what I mean? Fuck speeding and all this other stuff. Forget all of that. Don't even engage it. That's what the non-assorts mean. When it pop up in your head, let that be a notification and a trigger for your new beginning. Bump that. We're not even on none of that. We're not engaging it in our minds towards. We're not engaging it with our mouth. We're not talking about it. What we're engaging now is this openness, this, this, this putting energy into opening up and accepting this new beginning and, and opening up to accepting it, Ace of Wands, enthusiastically. Open up to, okay, well, now I get to explore natural foods that make me feel good every day. I got some cantaloupe and pineapple in my refrigerator now that I cut open the other day. Can't wait to get to it. And I, I haven't always been like that. Now, I came up that when fast food wasn't really just a thing yet, but then, obviously, I lived through it becoming a thing, and obviously, it's an even bigger thing now. But, I, you know, I have reference for a time in, in life where it wasn't all about fast food, where your parents actually made you home-cooked meals every day, where you had vegetables on your plate, even the ones you didn't want to eat. <laughs> so, you know, getting enthusiastic cancer about exploring these new realms that you're opening yourself up to, healthy sexuality. What does it look like where you explore and gain a new appreciation and understanding for your divine sexuality apart from pornography, apart from this made-up world that doesn't even really exist, not even for the people you're watching on the screen. Watch you some YouTube interviews from former porn stars where they tell the truth Watching some news clips about people being sex trafficked and being 
forced to do porn for your quote-unquote pleasure. I got uh, some other signs to get you cancer. Uh, you know, hit me up for definitely for this Eclipse Wisdom Package special. Um, send me an email. I will get back with you immediately. And let's navigate through these waters, Cancerian waters. Let's navigate through these waters together, okay? You are not alone, Cancer. You are loved. You are appreciated. You are ace of wands, confidence, courage. And this is also a card, FYI, I think y'all need to experience this. I've never even mentioned this before that, that I can recall, but Ace of Wands, Cancer, is also the card of unexpected or quick gains. Once again, Aces are gifts. So your job right now is to open up to the new. Fuck the old. It's gone. Say bye-bye. Don't engage with it no more. Love dissolves cruelty and fills the world with beauty. Anything in your life that's been cruel to you, it can be dissolved with love, namely self-love. That's the best love. That's why y'all got the ace. Love on yourself. Be courageous and confident to love on yourself, and that will open you up to your new lease on life and uh, starting over and accepting a new challenge and a passionate new beginning. Libra. Libra. Oh, I love it when that. I just met me a new Libra here recently. I love y'all. Y'all just. Y'all always feel good. Got to watch y'all mean Libras, though. Y'all take that. Y'all take divine advantage of that sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, y'all are ruled by Venus, so it's usually not too ridiculous <laughs> like some other signs. Um, Libra, y'all are having a fourth house transit astrologically. That is the Cancer house. Okay, Libra. Um, but y'all got some really good cards. So the the succinct overall message for you, Libra, is freeing yourself for wish fulfillment. Come on, yes. Y'all, the, your main card is the Ten of Cups, the wish fulfillment card. Come on. It's the card love and happiness. No, it's not the card. It is the card of happiness. And there is love. This is the card of the love nest. There's more of a sense of family in this card. So there's more of the love nest. There's the long-term fulfillment, long-term relationship here in this card. It is the card of family, um, perpetual. This is the, the card of the Lord of perfected success or the Lord of perpetual success. This is the success out the wazoo you see on the card. The dang rainbow, the family, they all holding each other, you know, locked in arms and looking up at the rainbow. And, you know, it's like, it's beautiful. It's like, yay. But this is the card of glowing. And it, it, I, I, when I look at this card, it's like, <laughs> this glowing feeling. The supporting card y'all got is more cups. The two-year ten of cups, you got added to you seven more cups. And this perpetuates this feeling of wish wish fulfillment, okay, and wishful thinking. But this is more from the aspect of just having the option. Um, if, you, if you're if you a Libra listening and you happen to not be single, um, I would definitely say this could point to you as, as a individual within the context of a relationship 
and just you exploring yourself. The Seven of Cups is the card of soul searching and withdrawing and knowing yourself and knowing your emotional needs and meditation and prioritizing. And with y'all's bottom of the deck card being the Page of Wands, um, and that kind of being my card for the, the free spirit and the creative and the courageous, confident, enthusiastic entrepreneur person um, being admired. I just see this as you admiring yourself, even within the context of being in a relationship, um, admiring yourself to, to the point where you go deep, deep enough to know what your emotional needs are. It may end up positively impacting your relationship, your family, your Ten of Cups, if you do so. If there had the, the Ten of Cups is a part of the end of hostility. Um, so if there has, if if you are in a relationship, your family dynamic, if it has uh, Libra, if it hasn't been just as blissful as it could could be. The answer lies within you. The answer lies with you, within you going within, prioritizing yourself, prioritizing what you need, and searching your soul. If you're single, that's the the gist I was getting off this initially, but I wanted to address single. This looks extremely good. It shows you being admired, okay, Libra, it's, or you being the admirer. Uh, it shows you having options, and it shows you... Just staying focused on what your dreams are for your relationship, your future relationship, and, and and staying focused on it from the standpoint of what you need. You're you're not gonna take anything that comes along, any old person that comes along and admires you, you're not gonna accept that. Any old person that you can admire, you're going to take that in within the context of what you need emotionally, knowing yourself, searching your soul. Because Seven of Cups is a card of someone who's interesting you is unreliable. So, you know, we're not basing the success of this next uh, leading up to the Cancer Solar New Moon Eclipse on if you end up in a relationship in the next couple of weeks or not. We're basing that success on you being there for yourself, you being your own peace and your own fulfillment, your own happiness, love, and good luck and good fortune, okay? And you doing that from this page of one standpoint, being creative, staying enthusiastic, confident, and courageous, okay? And adoring and admiring your own self. Come on, Libra. All right, that's my cardinal signs. We've got just about half an hour left to get through the rest of the signs. Um, but I just, I definitely wanted to put that emphasis on these cardinal signs because those are the ones that are going to be impacted by this coming full moon and Capricorn season the most. And getting in on some of this beautiful Capricorn action is the other earth signs, the sister signs, the Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. So Taurus, you're up first. For all of my earth signs, the succinct message for you as a group is healing and thriving because of the truth being told. Now, that could be you telling the truth and healing and thriving based on that. That could be someone telling the truth to you. That could be you telling the tr- finally telling the truth to yourself, and that being the uh, the reason why you're healing and thriving. For Taurus, we've got the Page of Fours, which just so happens to be the overall card for us all right now. 
We've also got the King of Pentacles for Taurus. That's your that is your card, Taurus. You showed up in your own reading too. And we also have the Ten of Pentacles, which is our bottom of the deck for you, Taurus. And so your succinct message is promoted for your you are promoted, Taurus, for your commitment to the truth. Look at you. Your your card is the page of Taurus, like I said, and so this shows you engaging and being truthful and um, being prepared and being thorough and honest and a high achiever using your mind and having uh, fortitude, mental fortitude, okay, and being just. Um, The supporting card of the King of Pentacles really further corroborates a lot of that. You go from the page to the King where you are now thriving because of it. That's why I say you're being promoted for your commitment to the truth. And then with the Ten of Pentacles at the bottom of the deck, that card of permanence, that card of changes for the better, this is, I mean, I I remember, uh, who was that? Yeah, that was Kira from the last show, the Taurus that called in. I I really hope you're listening again, Kira, because that y'all's message from last week was transformed or last broadcast was transforming by concentrating your effort and attention uh, away from negativity and unhappiness towards your passions. And I guess y'all are doing, y'all have been doing that because this page of four just shows you initiating like that and engaging uh, higher vibrations now, um, king-like vibrations now. Y'all have, and then the Domestron got the King and the Ten of Pentacles. So y'all are being rewarded. Y'all are being promoted for your commitment to the truth. Keep it up. You're having a nice house transit astrologically. That's why I say y'all are sister signs of Capricorn. Y'all can get in on this um, beautiful energy over the next couple of weeks. Um, and the ninth house just shows the expansion and the growth, yes, it shows the promotion. It shows you moving onward and upward. And so just keep being, like I said, we're going to be in a full moon season, so it's about shedding, releasing, and letting go. And as you do that, continue to, uh, your, continuing your commitment to the truth will, will work out quite well for you. Keep it up. Keep it up. Shout out to Mama's my mama's babies who are Tauruses. Um, Virgo, Virgo, y'all got the queen of pentacles for your overall card. Um, y'all got the page of pentacles for a supporting card, and your bottom of the deck is the five of swords. So your overall succinct message, Virgo, is forcefully rising up and taking charge of your healing, okay? Um, You know, y'all got the queen of pentacles and the page of pentacles, which, you know, those are people for me and likely, obviously, it's you. Um, They're both earth cards. Actually, the page of uh, pentacles is the Virgo card. But this five of swords at the bottom of your deck is what really spoke to me, and that's why it's the main part of your message, the forcefully rising up and taking charge of your healing. Um, 
your card, the Virgo card, shows you rising up and taking charge. But this five of swords, at the, like I said, I don't have the major arcana in my deck, so the, the fives and tens are my major cards. And y'all got this five that show all the fives are about change for me. But this card is the card of change for me. Um, so it's about the mind and the mouth. It's changing your mind, Virgo, changing your mouth. Um Five of Swords is about standing up firm. Five of Swords, Virgo, is about distancing yourself from the battlefield to reflect. You need all your swords. <laughs> you need all your swords to overcome any, especially when you consider the main prayer, Virgo, and this inner child, this, yeah, this, this inner child. This is the card of fighting back. This is the card of speaking out and confronting your fears. And to the degree that you do that in your mind, in your swords, in your mouth, the things you say about yourself, the things you affirm about yourself, the things you believe about yourself, um, as you change that, that's the key word for y'all, is changing your mind and finally and forcefully rising up and taking charge of your healing. Your main card is the Queen of Pentacles. It is the card of the healer. You can be the healer. You can be the healing. You can be the health. You can be the nurturing, the the the, the big-hearted, the resourceful, the down-to-earth, the stable Virgo. You can really embody this earthy energy that you are of stability, of practicality, of patience. But it, it's going to take a forceful change of mind. That when that five come up in the swords, that's not oh, well, I'll I'll decide to do this, or I'll decide this a later day, or I'll decide this today, but, you know, maybe just once, maybe just for today. No, five of fours is, it's the card of the negative or the depressed person. And so you change that by overcoming. This is the card of overcoming disappointment, overcoming personal challenges, just like the three of fours in our past position for everybody, overcoming heartbreak, trauma, grief, betrayal, and sorrow. You can overcome it. You need to distance yourself from the battlefield. The battlefield is in the mind long enough to reflect, long enough to nurture yourself, long enough to do take practical. Your, your spread shows you being everything it is to be a Virgo, practical, Y'all having a fifth house season, open your heart. That's the big heartedness of your Queen of Pentacles main card. Open your heart, and that's going to help you change your mind. Um, you're going to overcome the fear of opening your heart by distancing yourself from that battlefield. If you're in the freaking frying pan, it's going to be hard to change your mind. Get out the heat, get out the frying pan, distance yourself from the battlefield, distance yourself from conflict, distance yourself from discord so that you can give yourself a fighting chance to change your mind. You're going to have to change your environment. That's what I'm sensing from you. And, and from an environment of discord and conflict to this fifth house season you're having where you can enjoy yourself again, where you can enjoy life again, where you can enjoy your thoughts again, where you can get away from conflict and just be at peace and breathe and nurture yourself. Queen of Pentacles is the card of the housekeeper in a stable home, 
and a kitchen witch and maybe, you know, something really practical and material that could really just satisfy and soothe you and turn your fifth house season into one you can really enjoy. Fifth house is about games and and playing. It's it's the it's the the children, your inner child. Your inner child can come out and play again. That's what the emphasis is on this five, fifth house and the five of swords. You don't have to change your mind. Forcefully. Moving on because we're down to just a little over 20 minutes. Um, for my next set of signs, I've got fire signs of Leo and Sagittarius to go along with Aries. Y'all's succinct uh, message as a group. Fire signs is that emotional balance comes from seeing the big picture and moving on. Yes, God, in a full moon season. I know that's right. For Leo, y'all got the six of swords. Yay, moving on. Um, y'all got the three of swords, um, which is in the past position for everybody. And y'all got the ten of wands. And so uh, for Leo specifically, Y'all's succinct message, Leo, is that you can receive, you can decide what all these that come for, Leo. You can decide to receive support or you can struggle. And I happen to know a couple of Leos that this message, I know it just slapped you in the face. I know it did. You can decide to receive support. You got the six of swords. Or you can decide to struggle. You got the three of swords with the ten of wands. The ten of wands is the card. It can be. It's a card of many, many things. But it can be the card of struggling. And this three of swords shows you mentally, verbally, and emotionally struggling. But your main card is the six of swords, which shows the mental relief. It shows you moving on. It shows you pulling back and distancing yourself. It shows things calming down. It shows you receiving support. It shows you recovering, making a full recovery. It shows you making an escape. It shows you vacationing. It shows your spirit guides around you, Leo. You're good. But only if you decide to be, you're a decision away from being good. Because you can stay in this three of swords if you want to. Trauma, heartbreak, grieving. I ain't going to be able to do this no more, and I can't do that no more. And I, or, or, or this is still just ten of wands in your own self, just burdening your own self for no good reason, overextending your own self. It's time for a vacation, Leo, in whatever way that means to you. It could be literal, obviously it could be, it's likely figurative. Six of Swords happens to be a card of travel, as it turns out. And the Ten of Wands can be a card of taking a trip. So maybe that's something that, you know, helps you to get out, forcefully kind of get out, especially with this Ten. I told you my Fives and Tens are my majors. So that could be the in the wands or actions. It could be something like that where you take this extreme action to get up out of this three of swords and get up into this six of swords. Getting out of the grief and the trauma and the tears 
calming down, the moving on, the small improvements and changes. We'll say, hey, small improvements and changes is better than no improvements or changes, okay? I got to keep it moving. I got to get everybody in. Uh, for Sagittarius, y'all had the first true pop-out. <laughs> y'all had the first true pop-out, which is uh, the king of cups, um, Sagittarius. Um, y'all, y'all supporting cards are the ten of pentacles, which was the bottom of the deck for everybody, and the same six of fours that your sisters, your Leo sisters and brothers got, okay? So for Sagittarius, um, your succinct message is help yourself permanently recover by keeping calm and reserving your emotions, okay? And I know that's like, oh, all this cancer energy, all about emotions, and you want us to reserve your emotions? Well, guess what? Y'all showed up as the king of doing it, so apparently y'all going to do it and make it look good as usual. But the king of cups is like it's not hard work. You know, there's emotional balance here. Um, there's helpful actions here. There's wisdom here. Sagittarius, that's 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 what y'all do anyway. Sagittarius is a sign of wisdom. Um, there's a consultant energy here, so that could easily show people coming to you for consult. You know, unofficially even, or or it, it could show you. But I don't. I, I see you as being the one because this King of Cups is the card of. Uh, the person who gives good advice. It's the card of someone who's creative and artistic. That's why their emotion, this card, this King of Cups is emotionally balanced because they know how to take strong. Uh, and that's probably why y'all is the only one that popped out. Like there's a message here for everybody through your energy, specifically Sagittarius, that we can have this emotional balance that leads to our future card for everybody, the Six of Cups, that leads to the contentment, that leads to the simple joys and the healing gifts, that leads to the warm interest and the tender loving care and the familiarity and the innocence and the good luck and the goodwill. Because you take those emotions from the Three of Swords in, in the past for everybody, the heartbreak, the grief, the betrayal, the trauma, and you decide to get creative with it. You decide to, to get creative with your healing and artistic with your healing. And you, the King of Cups is also protective. You become very protective of your emotions because you realize that they are powerful and they can be used for much good, goodwill, good luck. Come on. It can be used for much good if you are uh, know how to balance those emotions like the King of Cups does and know how to reserve your emotions. It's not that you don't never show emotions. This is the king now. So for all my men and my male listeners out there that think it's about not showing no emotion, the very king of cups, the very king of emotions, he shows emotions, but he's just balancing them. Balance meaning he knows when to reserve them, and he knows when to let them come out. He knows when to show them. He's wise like that. He's diplomatic like that. He gives good advice because he know he knows himself like that. This is the card of the priest like that. This is the card of the chivalrous and doting one like that. Real men still hold the door open for women. 
Real men don't feel no certain type of way about it. They just damn do it. Sagittarius, you also got as a supporting card the Ten of Cups, like I said, so that just further corroborates this stability, the, my Ten of Pentacles. The Pentacles is the Earth energy. This is the Mercury and Virgo card. It just continues to show that stability. And then especially in your mind, we got the Page of Swords in the overall position. Y'all got the Six of Swords and the um, bottom of the deck for you guys. So, yes, this stability this um, uh, maturity is as a result of this mental release you've been giving your own self. It doesn't have to be choppy waters anymore. It doesn't have to be raging waters anymore. Because the, what the card right before this six of swords, the five of swords that we just got through talking about, it doesn't have to be conflict anymore. Y'all have managed to figure out how to calm things down, especially using this page of swords initiative. I don't have to be embroiled in conflict. I can take me and my swords and we can go on a vacate a mental vacation. We can take me and my swords and we can move on and that's why you get to be the king of cups over this next um period of time with the ten of pentacles permanently supporting changes for the better. That's awesome. And promotion. That's beautiful, um, Sagittarius. Um water signs. Water signs. I'm gonna get to everybody, y'all. Don't you don't y'all worry. I got it. Um for all of my water signs, we've already covered cancer, but to include now Scorpio and Pisces, your overall succinct message is disciplining your mind and mouth to release worry, and prepare for peace. That's so perfect for a full moon. Come on, water signs, cancer, solar eclipse. We're in cancer season now. Hey, y'all going to show us how it's really done, son. And for Scorpio, y'all got the king of swords in your overall position. Get it? Ain't nobody mad but the devil. Eight of cups uh, as a supporting card and five of swords. Uh, at the bottom of the deck. And your overall message, Scorpio, is that the loudest, come on, the loudest and most forceful message that you can say, Scorpio, is nothing. Y'all didn't see that coming. The loudest, most forceful message you can say, Scorpio, is nothing. The king of swords that y'all are embodying is mentally disciplined. So just like that king of cups for Sagittarius, they know how to reserve those emotions and when to be diplomatic about it and let it out and all that stuff and know how to balance it. As the king of swords, y'all know when to open that mouth and when to cut something off in your mind, you're not even going to allow a thought to continue in your mind. That's the king of swords, mental discipline. And because of the mental discipline, justice. That's the most that's the most forceful, powerful thing you can do. That's the most just thing you can do, uh, Scorpio, is to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to articulate, know when to shut up and be quiet, know when to intellectualize and and and, and analyze and know when just to quiet it down. Read. This is the card of reading and privacy. Okay? The Eight of Cups that supports it shows you, especially with this, I told y'all, fives and tens. Y'all got the five at the bottom of your deck in the swords, the mind and the mouth. 
That's that's and that just corroborates this king of swords. That's where the change comes from. And because of that, the eight of cups shows you uh being able to walk away, you can walk away from argument. This is walking away from unhappiness, which could be an argument, which could be a toxic relationship, which could be with with a person or a thing, like I was talking about earlier. But the Eight of Cups is the end of the cycle now. So you're going to more most effectively end cycles that we're ending. The emphasis is on that, but also impacting the the new cycles that you're beginning with this mental discipline. You're not in conflict. That's why you're the king of swords. But the bottom of the deck shows how you did it. You, you, you sent a message likely to a negative or a depressed person or a low vibrational energy or entity like I was talking about earlier, fast food, whatever. It just doesn't have to be people. But you send that message with this eight of cups. You walk away. You move on. <laughs> your heart's no longer in it with the eight of cups. You're finding yourself now. There, there's more travel in this eight of cups card for you, specifically Tokyo. Uh, you're you're finding you're healing with this eight of cups. You're finding the deeper meaning. You're facing the facts, and because of that, there like there could be Scorpio an unexpected gift or visit or invitation in store for you. That's what happens when you finally let something go. That's what happens when you just stop engaging. You you're in your King of Swords ish Scorpio, so you're not even playing with people like that. You don't you don't have to argue with them. You don't have to read them fulfilled or read them down to the ground. You just withdraw your good mental energy and everything you need is right there. Uh, Pisces, y'all got the Ten of Cups. Y'all also got the uh, supporting card of the King of Swords. Came right on back up from your sister Scorpio to you in your supporting position. And y'all got the Nine of Swords at the bottom of the deck, okay? So my overall succinct message for you is that the best revenge, Pisces, come on, is being happy and healthy. That's it. I, I, I'm running out of time, but y'all, it's not a lot to say. The nine of swords at the bottom of the deck shows y'all not engaging dirty energy. And and if I'd have never flipped that deck over, over all I would have seen was this ten of cups and this king of swords that Joe Scorpio sisters and brothers just got. So that's the happiness and the mental health. Being mentally disciplined is being mentally healthy. That's the justice. That's the karma. That's the revenge is that not only are you okay, goddammit, and you're okay because you're not engaging with dirty energy, but not only are you okay, baby, you're glowing. Pisces, you're glowing, okay? So that's just perfect. We can, I mean, come on, all Pisces are different. We can get into it. Y'all got that nine of swords at the bottom of the deck talking about all this anguish and worrying and dirty energy and cruelty for a reason. So we can talk about it. Just hit me up. But, yeah, I mean, that's tight. That's perfect. Um, last but not least are my air signs, especially not in this Gemini New Moon season, never least. Um, the succinct message I got for you, including Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini, is that now that difficulty and hostility are over, love is actively boiling over. Get you some, Arizona. That's what happens. Okay, so for Aquarius, y'all got the Ace of Cups. 
y'all got the full card, which is in everybody's present position, and y'all got the five of wands, okay? So your succinct message, Aquarius, is that trusting enough, again, in new love or new friendship or new alliance to go for the gold. Y'all, y'all's main card is this Ace of Cups. That's for me. That's obviously the self love. It also can be the beginnings of love. Then you got as a supporting card the Fool card, which further talks about not knowing what to expect and flying into fresh starts and taking a risk, new development, um, uh, excitement. Okay, desire, uh, meeting effort. Okay, and then I love that aspect of it because then that leads to your bottom of the deck card, the five of wands, which is can be this inner struggle, this pent-up energy, you kind of being ready to go. This is the, that card of the new friendship, the new the new friendship or alliance and bright sparks, sparks, you know. So the, I really see this a lot for my singles, at single Aquariuses. I mean, hey, it's, it's here. If that's what you're looking for, it's here over the next couple of weeks. I mean, I know it's the waning moon season, um, full moon season, but that's why I, that's why the overall message for all of you air signs is that now that the difficulty and hostility are over, not upset, not separate from you making a decision and putting action behind difficulty and hostility being over, but to the degree that you continue, even through Capricorn full moon season, to shed, to release, to surrender, to let go of that old, of of the difficulty, of the hostility. For the single specifically, new love is here for you. At least that energy is, is, is in the air. And so, you know, full card, just stay open. Ace of cups, just receive the gift. And the five of pentacles, you, it doesn't have to be a struggle anymore. You can take that same energy that would be pent-up energy, that same energy that would be inner struggle, and you can assert yourself and go for the goal, like I said, for you guys, as you begin to trust. And even if you are a partnered or coupled Aquarius, there can be beautiful new beginnings in, uh, in your current love relationship, things you didn't even expect. Y'all like, y'all, that's y'all energy, Aquarius. Y'all love that. Things you didn't even expect to the degree that you are willing to switch up how you're asserting your energy, okay? Um, this is a card of uh, five, of ten, five of wands of ideas and plans and brainstorming. So keep yourself open to possible new ways of even relating with your current mate, and you may see this Ace of Cups for yourself. New spiritual forces, happy news, um, emo- you know, Socializing, new. It could be you, y'all, as a couple doing stuff out and about you've never done before. This is y'all are with. I told you my fives and my tens. So the emphasis is being put on the actions that you're taking and being willing to switch it up. All right. Um, and for and these ones carried on over to your Gemini brothers and sisters because y'all got the Ace of Wands, Gemini, the Four of Wands. And the eight of y'all got all wands. Ain't nobody got time for y'all, Gemini. I'm not going to play with Gemini in a Gemini season. Um, obviously, Gemini, this full moon in Capricorn is going to activate a portion of your Gemini new moon season, your season. 
uh, setting off your your new year um, in in just a very forceful, passionate way. Like the emphasis is on the actions that you're taking, especially around this Capricorn full moon time. Actions that you're taking toward releasing, surrendering, and letting go. Hell, you got an ace. It dance as much as it's about action. It's about you opening yourself up to the gift of actions being taken towards you. It's about you opening yourself up to the gift of receiving the harvest full moons are about. It's harvest time at full moon. So you're, the harvest is coming in on actions that you've previously taken. That's why your supporting card is the four of wands, the surprising news, the celebration, the excitement, the stability, the improvement, the actual moving Okay, and then the eight of wands at the bottom of the deck just describes how it's all going to go down or go up. It's going to take off. It's going to be quick. Okay, you're going to get swept off your feet. Life is taking off. Quick action. Charged up. You're in the lead. Trouble-free time. Probably going to be jealous of you, Gemini. You can't use, look, you're going to be too busy celebrating. And enjoying your new new lease on new lease on life and your fashion and new beginnings, you oh, I didn't even tell y'all your overall succinct message for y'all. Do I, I was too happy to just see these cards again for y'all, but the overall succinct message for Gemini is stability and improvement come quickly as you courageously accept or open up to a challenge or a gift. Okay. So once again, nobody said it'd be easy, Gemini. I'm not giving you no pie in the sky horoscope like, oh, I know y'all got the trouble-free time card and people might be, this is also the jealousy card. People may not like that you're making it look so effortless and easy, but y'all are having an eighth house season, so no, people don't see what it took for you to get there. People don't see, that, like I said, for all of y'all, that now that this difficulty and hostility are over, that's what's created this opportunity and gift for you guys. Um, I got a whole lot more, of course, but time ran out on me. I've got a minute left, and I just want to take that opportunity to say thank you, thank you, thank you for all my just faithful listeners. We're going places around here, y'all. Just bear with me. I've got the groundwork laid of being ready for y'all to deliver the Astro Tarot news reports and keep y'all up to date on the energies as I continue to preserve and protect my vessel to stay open to channel these pure messages for y'all. Stuff I don't hear anybody else talking about. Stuff that even contradicts what a whole bunch of people are saying. (laughs) But I trust spirit and I know spirit and I've been on this journey throughout my life for a reason for such a time as this. So y'all stay connected to Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook, Mama Dada Astro on Twitter, MamaDadaAstrology.com. Hit me up for the Eclipse Wisdom Package Specials. Y'all know I'm going to hook you up. And uh, stay connected to MyAstrologyCoach.com and Brother Ampu and the Imagination Guru Ministers. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm looking forward to connecting with you real soon.